Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Welcome to every one of you online with me today. So exciting to have you on board. What I really want to say is thank you to every single person who responded to our Vision 2021. In all my years of giving vision and casting vision for the life of this church over the last 20 years, I have never had a response like I've had to this message that we had for the year that lies ahead. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the emails, the SMSs, the calls to say, Mark, we're behind you. The Bible is clear. It says if you write the vision and make it plain, people will run with it. And boy, are we going to have a year of moving forward. In fact, I had a businessman say to me this, this week that if you're in, you can win it. And I believe it. We can win it with all my heart. Have an expectation for this year. And thank you for your encouragement as we move forward into the year. But even though there's been uh, an incredible response to vision and people are full of faith for what lies ahead, I have become quite sad because it's been sad for me to see some Christians who have walked with God for some time. They've walked with Him. And when you look at them, they're not actually standing firm during the season that we're in. Yes, they've got the talk, they've got the walk, they've got the smile, but there's very little fruit in their lives. There's very little joy going on around them. The joy of the Lord is not their strength. And I become concerned because most of them will say to me after a a, a Sunday service, good message, pastor, great word. But I want to say to you that when I preach, I'm only painting a picture of what could be I'm giving you what can be according to God's word. It's just like the pictures on a seed packet right here. Ever notice that seed packets have beautiful pictures of them, of what's on the inside, the potential of the seed, if planted. But it's just full of little seeds. It's just there. And the potential means nothing if it's not realized. And sadly, a lot of people are collecting seed packets. In fact, You know, when you look at them, they're collecting and collecting, but they're never planting the seed. Their Bible is full of seed packets, full of pretty little photographs all over. Oh, he has another nice message. Oh, I'll add that to my collection. Oh, pastor, great word. I'll add that to my message as well as they move forward. They can discuss every single photograph with you. They are experts when it comes to the picture. They can debate the shade. They can argue the light of it. They can discuss for hours the reflection. But it's not about the picture. You have to take the seed out of the packet. You've got to take the packet and take the seed out. And you've got to pour the seed out. And then you have to water it. Then it grows. And when it grows, it produces fruit. But it's a process. And when I give you the word, all I'm doing is I'm painting a picture. I'm giving you a picture of what it could be. You have to take the seed. You have to plant it within your spirit. You have to allow the spirit of God to water it so that it will come to life and produce fruit in your life. It's about the production of fruit. Those theological seed packets that you have and that you can collect with pictures don't help you if the seed is still in the packet. And as I speak today, I want to challenge you as I'm talking Take the seed and plant it within your spirit so that you can reap the harvest. You can reap the joy that God has planned and purposed for you that you've been looking at in the picture. So I want to challenge you that you're going to do that. 
Amen. God's got so much fruit and it's in about the eating. Mm. In fact, these are good grapes. It's about eating it. It's about producing something. Mm. That produces life. So I trust you're ready for the word. Amen. Open your heart and say after me and say it like you mean it. My heart's open. My mind's ready. I won't be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to talk to you today about our word for the year. Acceleration. Divine acceleration. Last year I was reading God's word and we were in lockdown. We were completely locked down. Nothing was happening. The church was making an incredible difference in our community. But still, people's lives were on hold. And as I thought and, and, and got into the word of God and sought his face and was praying about it, I wasn't even thinking about our word for the coming year. I was just praying. And God put into my spirit acceleration. I am the God of divine acceleration. And I want you to tell the people that they are coming into a divine shift. Now listen to me. You've got to know this. One touch of God's favor could put you 30 years down the road. We all had dreams that we were believing to accomplish, problems that we were hoping to turn around. But now because of COVID and all the negative news reports in the natural, it looks like it's going to not take place. It will take years for anything to happen. Years to get out of debt. Years to overcome an illness. Years to reach a goal. But I've learned God doesn't always follow a natural timeline. He knows how to speed things up. I know I have a prophetic edge to my ministry, and I believe that this is going to be a year of acceleration. God is going to make things happen quicker than you thought in your career, in your business. You don't know how he will do it. You don't know how you will ever build your business up again. But in this year of acceleration, God is going to give you breaks that propel you forward. He's going to open up doors that thrust you ahead. In your finances, it may look like you won't be able to get out of debt anytime soon. But get ready. Acceleration is coming your way. God knows how to open the windows of heaven. One, just one touch from God can put you into overflow in your life. Perhaps the medical report says it's going to take five years to get well. Five years of treatment. That's one timetable. But God has another timetable. He's saying, I'm going to speed up the process. I'm going to accelerate your healing, accelerate your promotion, accelerate your dreams coming to pass. This is what the scripture says in the book of Amos from the message translation. Amos 9.13. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. Your head will swim. I mean, that's fast. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening all at once. Everywhere you look, blessing. Man, I love that. You need to believe in your spirit that this is going to be a year of what Amos prophesied. Things are going to happen so fast. Healing, promotion, breakthroughs, that your head will swim. I, I like to think your head will spin. <laughs> you need to believe it. The scripture talks about how God can do a quick work. Yes, I know there are times, and there are times, that you have to be patient. There are seasons of waiting. 
where you have to pass a test or whatever it might be, where you have to just stay strong and be faithful. But there are also seasons where God will do a quick work, where he will accelerate, do things throw fast in your life, so amazing that our heads will swim. As you know, last year I was diagnosed with cancer. It had started in my prostate and had spread to other areas around my lymph nodes and uh, into my seminal glands, etc. My surgeon told me he could not operate because it had gone beyond the ability of regular surgery to remove it. And I'm not going to lie to you, I was devastated. My scans were then passed on to another surgeon who operates through robotic surgery, and he believed that with that type of advanced equipment, he could do it. My urologist told me that he would be following up with radiation treatment as there was a good chance my lymph nodes were affected. The operation went ahead on the 3rd of December, and it went well. I was told afterwards that there was a 70% chance that the cancer had been removed. But not to worry, because it would, I would be able to get radiation treatment for any cancer that had been left behind. But I'd have to wait for two months to find out the result of how much had been removed and my way forward with the radiation. I was then informed that the biopsy of my removed lymph nodes showed that they were not affected by the cancer. Praise God, a miracle in itself. After waiting for those two months, and, and for those of you who know me well, that was a challenge all in its, by itself, I'm telling you. My goodness, it was a long two months. I went for blood tests and a few days later received an excited phone call from my surgeon's secretary to tell me that they could not believe it, but I was cancer-free. All the cancer had been removed. Everything gone. They told me on the 10th of February that I was cancer-free, but actually God had gone before me and it had happened back. On day one, back on the 3rd of December, the day of my operation, God had planned and orchestrated everything to remove the cancer. It had taken years to grow and spread through my body, but through a miracle of finding and connecting with the right surgeon, it was removed in a few hours. I don't know who got the biggest shock, me or the surgeon who did the surgery, but it was gone. That's the God of acceleration. That's God speeding things up. I believe this year, as God did with me, you're going to see some quick works, some unusual things, things that you've been dreaming about that look as though they're going to take years before they come to pass. Suddenly, they're going to just fall into place. You're going to look up and you're going to say, I didn't see that happening so fast. I didn't know that I could get well so quickly. I didn't know the problem would turn around so suddenly. I didn't know that God would answer my miracle offering request so quickly in my life. My fast request so quickly. God wants to do some things that will make our heads swim. While I was preparing this message, I got a phone call from Jeffrey Gibbons, one of our online campus members. He had been in our church for a number of years and COVID had hit him hard. He had been in the travel industry and that had completely shut down. So he basically had no work for an entire year. And I can understand he must have been suffering from slight depression, which is totally understandable. I'd phoned him and had shared with him this principle of divine acceleration and encouraged him to believe God to do a suddenly in his life. He was now returning the call six weeks later to tell me about what had happened in his life since that phone call. And he said to me, Mark, it's real. 
You've got to let the people know divine acceleration is real. Mark, you planted a seed in me and I knew if I took the first step, it would be okay. He went on to say that within 24 hours of me talking to him, his wife Ruth got a, a job offer in Ireland. He said that 24 hours after that, they were landing in the UK and they were the last flight in from South Africa because all borders were suddenly shut down because of the South African virus. The South African virus had come to England. He wanted me to know that his wife had a post at one of the top positions in Ireland. They had uh, accommodation next to the school, 10 minutes from his work. He had huge, and he has right now, three huge job offers that he has to choose between. And he phoned me to say, and I'm quoting him now, Mark, when it starts happening, it's so fast, you don't know where to turn. It comes in waves of opportunity. And has changed my life completely. And you may be saying, well, Mark, this sounds good, but I don't think it's going to happen to me. My prayers never get answered. I never get good breaks in my life. Well, you're right. It won't happen. Your negative attitude is canceling it out. Negative thoughts, doubt, unbelief. All those tie the hands of Almighty God. He works where there is an attitude of faith. An attitude of expectation. Why don't you take the limits of God? Why don't you just dare to say, God, I'm asking you to do for me what you've promised through the prophet Amos. God, make my head swim. Amaze me with your goodness. God, accelerate your blessings in my life. Ha have an expectation. Have an expectation in your spirit to see him move. What shocked me the most about getting cancer was the reaction from most Christians. Sympathy in their eyes, a religious voice saying, may God be with you. But their body language had written me off. No real expectation in most people. You know, it was, oh, shame, poor you. Don't be like that. The scriptures in another translation say, in Amos 9.13 in another translation, there will come a time when the plowman will overtake the reaper, the grapes will grow faster than they ever can be harvested. The grapes will grow faster than they ever can be harvested. This is saying that the time is coming when a man could be out plowing the fields, sowing the seeds, but the harvest would come up so fast, the growth would be so sped up that as soon as he sowed, the harvest would pop up. The plowman wouldn't be able to keep up with it. In those days, typically, you would have to wait at least seven or eight months to see that kind of harvest. And Amos said, the day is coming and will happen simultaneously. As soon as you sow the seed, the harvest will begin to spring forth. I believe that God is giving us the grace that Amos talked about. You're sowing the seed. You're doing the right things. It should take months, maybe even years. But as you sow that seed, God is preparing the harvest. The blessings are chasing you down. Favor that you didn't deserve. It's not going to be the usual process. It's not going to be like it's been in the past. God is speeding things up. His timetable is not a natural timetable. If you'll just dare to believe. If you dare to believe, God will accelerate your harvest, accelerate your healing, accelerate the freedom that you need in your life. God is in the acceleration business. 
That's why it's called divine acceleration. The Bible tells us Jesus was at a wedding. The ceremony was just over and they were all at this big reception that is taking place afterwards. And right in the middle of this party that they were having, they ran out of wine. There were six stone water pots over to one side and Jesus asked the workers to fill them up with water. So they filled them up. Then he said, now pour some out and take it to the host of the party. When the host tasted the water that was now wine, he called the bridegroom over and he said, this is amazing. Usually you serve the best wine last. Then when everybody is full and a little bit tipsy, that's what he's trying to say, and they don't know any better, you bring out the inexpensive wine. But you've done just the opposite. You've saved the best wine for last. And as we know in this valley, our valley, if you're online and you're outside of our region, is known for its wine. It's known for making wine. And making wine is a very lengthy process. It starts, of course, by planting the seed in the ground. The vines have to grow and eventually produce grapes. Then when the grapes get mature enough, they pick them. Then they make them into wine. But the process from the time you plant the seed to the time you have wine is probably three or four years. That's just average wine. Better quality wine takes five to seven years. On top of that, to make it even more valuable, many times they'll age the wine. You've seen bottles that are 20 years, you know, 30 years old. They could be considered best wine. Now here's my point. The first miracle Jesus ever performed, turning water into wine, was a miracle of divine acceleration. What should have been a 20, 30 year process was done in a moment. And you may think, I could never get to where I'm supposed to be. You know, I'm, I'm so far behind in my life. No, God can take what, what should take you 20 years and get you there in an instant. Maybe it should take you years to get well. But just as God sped up the process of making wine, you, you, I'm telling you now, listen to me, you can believe and trust God. God can speed up the process of getting you well. On paper, it may seem as if it's going to take you 20 years to get out of debt. But the good news is God knows how to turn the water into wine. He can take 20-year process and he can do it in a fraction of the time. Right now, I believe God is working behind the scenes in your life. You might be gathering the pots, filling up the water, but he's right there ready to change it all. Suddenly you're going to find yourself where you couldn't go on your own. Something that could have taken months, that is stealing your joy, that is causing problems, can be resolved in one week of God's divine acceleration. God turned water into wine. Don't ever rule out the God of acceleration. You may be in a battle for your health. Don't believe the lies that it's never going to get better. Your attitude should be, Father, I thank you. I thank you that you're accelerating my healing. Thank you that I will get well quicker than I've been told. Thank you, God, that I will defy the odds. That financial report may say you'll never be able to afford a nice place to live in. You'll never be able to send your children to university. Instead of letting that defeat you, turn it around. 
I know I serve the God of acceleration. It may look impossible, Lord, but I want to thank you. I want to thank you that you are turning my water into wine. Yes, I know we have to be patient. We need to wait for God's timing. But don't hide behind that. Don't use God's sovereignty as a lack of your progress. Because I'm telling you, it is important to believe and have faith for acceleration. Sometimes that's what's needed for you to reach the fullness of your destiny. When it would have taken you a very, very long time on your own. But God steps in and does the suddenly. In the Bible, Ezekiel said in Ezekiel 37.1, The hand of the Lord was on me and he carried me. He carried me. That word carried, carried in the original language means to shoot out. Did you see that? Carried me means to shoot out, to launch forward. It implies acceleration. As God carries you through life, it's not always going to be routine, predictable, little by little. There will be times when he propels you forward. And you look back and you think, wow, how did I get where I am? Maybe you can already look back and see times when God shot you forward. When he gave you a break that you didn't deserve. Opened a door that you could never have opened on your own. Turned a problem around that you could not see a way out of. Now you're healthy. Now you're happy. Now you're blessed. Now you're further along than you would have ever imagined in your life. David must have felt like that when he was falling behind. He was just out in a shepherd's field, taking care of the sheep. Nobody paid attention to him. He had big dreams. His own father didn't really believe in him. But all those years out there in the lonely shepherd's field, God was carrying him. One day his time came. He went out and defeated Goliath, and overnight, overnight, he became a national hero. He went from being an unknown shepherd boy to being the admired, respected leader in a nation. That should have taken him years. But God caused it to happen in a fraction of the time. Just a few minutes of destiny. Defeating that giant propelled him years down the road. What was that? Divine acceleration. Well, Mark, I don't think God's ever going to accelerate my life. I've had a lot of bad breaks and I've gone through a lot of disappointments in my life. Think of it like this. When you have a bow and arrow, the more you pull the arrow back, the further it's going to shoot. If you just pull it back a little bit, no pressure, no tension, it's not going to go very far. And the reason you've been pulled back is not because God is trying to punish you, not because there's nothing good that lies ahead for you in your future. No, God has allowed you to be pulled back because he's about to shoot you further than you could ever imagine. Your destiny is much bigger than you realize. Like David, you may feel like you, you're falling behind because of disappointments and breaks and loss and setbacks in your life. You don't think you could ever get to where you're supposed to be. I've said this so many times before. When you have a setback, don't step back because God is preparing your comeback. You have to believe it. Let me encourage you that when God shoots you out, it's going to make up, I'm telling you, for lost time. 
the doors God is going to open, the people you're going to meet, the opportunities that are going to come across your path are going to be bigger and better and more rewarding than you could ever, ever possibly imagine. When you're being pulled back, don't get all negative and bitter. God, why is this happening? No, turn it around. God, I may not like it. I may be uncomfortable right now. I may not like the way people are treating me right now, but God, I know it's just a matter of time before you release me and shoot me further than I've ever dreamed. I believe with every fiber of my being that God is sovereign. And when he's ready to shoot you, he doesn't ask for your permission. He doesn't check with the critics. He doesn't get approval from your friends or your family members or your co-workers. He doesn't look at your bank account, your degree, your, your confidence, or your connections. When it's your time, God simply propels you into your destiny. No person can stop you. No bad break, no organization. God is the one, and God has the final say. He breathed his life into you. He's planned out your days before you. He's already lined up things for you. He has a time of acceleration for you. Acceleration time where your water will be turned into wine. Times when, when you'll sow and reap simultaneously. You may feel like you're being pulled back right now. You may feel that there's some tension. It doesn't seem as though you can get ahead and, and keep your heart pure, you know. Yeah, you can. Just say, no, I'm going to keep my heart pure. Don't become bitter. Don't resent those around you that are getting ahead of you. There will be those around you being blessed more than you are, even during this pandemic. Don't become small-minded. Encourage them. Bless them. Get behind them and know this. You're being pulled back for one reason, so that God can shoot you further. Did you hear me? He's pulling you back so that he can... Move you and propel you further, shoot you further than you've ever been. So you need to have faith because the Bible is clear. Without it, it's impossible to please God. And so you need to get ready. Believe that this is a year where God is going to launch you forward. You're going to see acceleration. It's going to happen faster. You're going to be amazed, just like Amos prophesied. Your head is going to swim. You're going to think, I didn't see this coming. I never dreamed I'd be this blessed. I never dreamed I'd be this happy, this healthy, this fulfilled. That's the God of acceleration, taking you where you could never, ever go on your own. But Mark, if you look at my circumstances, that doesn't make any sense. In the Old Testament, there had been a drought in the land. It had been there for three and a half years, and the prophet Elijah began to pray for rain. He kept sending his assistant up to the top of the hill to see if anything could be seen. Only after the sixth time did he come down and say that he could see a small cloud up in the sky. Elijah had faith that that was the sign. That that was the, the sign to tell him that it's about to rain. And he said to Ahab, you better get your chariots and take off towards Jezreel. There's about to be a huge rainstorm there. And the scripture says that Elijah took off running and he outran the chariots to Jezreel. God gave him supernatural ability, caused him to go faster than he should have. How could Elijah possibly outrun a horse? 
Come on, think about it. How could he outrun a chariot? That doesn't make any sense. Here's how. God shot him out. God shot him out. And in this year of acceleration, God is going to speed things up. And I challenge you to have an expectation that is going to shoot you into promotion, shoot you into influence, shoot you into new opportunities like Elijah. You're going to discover abilities that you didn't even know you had. Coming from KwaZulu-Natal, we don't really know how to build bras as we do in the Western Cape. Not at all. So we cheat when we make a fire. We squirt some form of accelerant on it, and then we light it up and whoop, you have a fire. But I have a family member who once poured so much onto the wood in his fireplace that when he lit it, the entire chimney exploded, bricks and all. It exploded, singed his hair, his face, no more eyebrows. It was the talk of the family for quite a while. Now, here's my point. The more accelerant you put on, the faster the fire is going to ignite and burn. In the same way, faith is the accelerant. Thanking God that the answer is on the way. Living with expectation. Meditating on his promises. That's putting accelerant on what you're believing for. When you go around bitter, negative, discouraged. I don't know when this is going to happen. I don't think this will ever happen. I don't think I'll ever get well. I don't, uh, uh, uh. That's like pouring water on your fire. It's going to keep it from spreading. I've noticed two predominant responses from many Christians. The one being, oh, praise Jesus. You know, you're God and I'll just sit back and, and you must just do something. You God, I give it all to you, God. It's all you. And the other being, I don't believe anything's going to happen. So I'll just settle back and wait for the inevitable. But there's another response. Why don't you start putting accelerant on your dreams? Father, thank you that you're opening doors that no man can shut. Thank you that you're turning my water into wine. Put accelerant on your healing. Father, thank you that, that you're restoring my health back to me in my life. Thank you that the number of my days will be fruitful. Put some accelerant on your finances all through the year. Father, thank you that as I'm faithful with what I have, that whatever I touch will prosper, that I am the head and not the tail. Put a whole lot of accelerant on all through the day, all through the day, just keeping thanking God for what is coming and live with an expect expectation in your life, speaking words of faith and speaking words of victory over your life. Listen to me, all of you online. This is prophetic now. This is the year that God is speeding things up for his children. And as Amos prophesied, where you'll sow and reap simultaneously, as Ezekiel said, where God is going to shoot you out. And you may have been pulled back through this pandemic. Maybe it was your own lack of foresight or bad choices or the recession that we find ourselves in now as a country and you feel stuck, you feel disappointment in your life. I'm telling you now, you better get ready. You need to rise up in faith. This is the day God's about to shoot you further than you could ever imagine. Keep putting the accelerant on. It's in the doing, not the acquiring of more knowledge. It's not in the packets that we're collecting at all. It's in the doing of what we're doing. And I'm going to tell you, as you step out with expectation, 
in your heart. I believe and declare God is going to accelerate your dreams, accelerate your healings, bring promotion like you've never dreamed in your life before. And if you agree with me, say amen, amen, and walk with expectation. Now, if you're not right with Jesus and you know it in your heart, you know that you're not in a relationship with the living God and you need to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, if that's you, I want to just encourage you right now. Pray this simple prayer with me and just say after me, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. Today I make you my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. You know that's such a simple prayer? But God's accelerated you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And we believe that your spirit has come alive just like that. Let somebody know in the chat room of your decision. We would love to engage with you, get some literature to you. Our heart is to see you succeed. Now, all of you out there, remember to keep God first place in your life. He's got a wonderful adventure ahead just for you. Until we meet again, share hope. Show kindness and shine